to clue the audience in, I never uh, paused when I told Brad that I was going to pause. I just used a fake keyboard. It was a lot of fun with him. Please enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody, to Ritter Me This. Today is Tuesday, January 19th, 2021. And it is just about 4.03 p.m. M.M. Uh, I got a real good treat for you today. Um, local Denver comedian, none other than Brad Galley in the fucking house. What's up, Brad? How's it going? It's going sick. <laughs> <laughs> can, can my mic do that, too? Not at the moment. Oh, okay, that's fine. I, I don't, it's okay. That's, it's fine. It's okay. I thought about just switching it with like the guests, and then every now and again, <laughs> if they take them, yeah. the, uh, the headphones off, it would be fun to kind of do that. Yeah. Um, let's <laughs> real quick before we get into it, we had a lot of write-ins, so I want to get into that right away. Mm-hmm. Um, plug that Browns, the Denver Browns. What is that? Uh, the Denver Browns. It's they're not uh, they're not technically like a semi-pro team. Like none of the guys. Uh, it's not like independent ball where guys are making a small salary. It's kind of like it's the highest level of like men's league baseball that you can be in. It's like a wood bat league. Okay. And a lot of their players are guys that played in college. Some, like a few of them actually played like minor league baseball, but they're all guys that have like other jobs now. A lot of them have families. Okay. But they're pretty talented baseball players. And they play like once a week. And the Denver Browns. They're called the Denver Browns. And they've been the guy who he's like their coach and like their, I guess, GM. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the promoter because it's a, it's a barnstorming league. So kind of how like the Negro Leagues used to be back mm-hmm. in the day. Like the Negro Leagues. Let me talk about this for a second. Like, Go ahead. It was a very broad thing. Like, it wasn't as, you know, like as much of a like in a, a business as like Major League Baseball was with an NL and an AL. There were just kind of teams all over the U.S., mainly in like the southern and eastern United States. And like these teams would kind of just like have to piece together schedules. Right. So it wasn't like... Was Kansas City Monarchs? Was one yeah, of them? they were like the cream of the crop. That's where yeah. Jackie Robinson played for. Okay. Satchel Paige for a little bit. The De- Denver used to have a team called the White Elephants. And they Did were we? like the they were called the baseball wizards of the West, <laughs> and that's when uh, what was their the, mascot? It was an elephant. Okay, they were just called was, the white elephants. I thought it would be like wizards. No, I don't know. That's, wizards. I guess because like because it was barnstorming, like they had to get people out, so they would. It was kind of like a, like a globetrotters element to it. It was like they try to get the fans involved, so they would like do wacky shit. Like they would try to make as like crazy plays and like globetrotter. Yeah, type stuff okay. like that. Okay, but. The Denver Browns, it's yeah, they play like a game every week, and sometimes they they used to play at Denver East okay, every week. Really, but the pandemic kind of screwed everything up, so now they just the games are all over the place. So like some of them are at Denver Denver North, kind of close to where I live, mm-hmm. and then they play some games in like Lakewood. Wait, you live by like the Vikings, Denver North, yeah, Denver North. High School. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I used to live right by you. Yeah. Um. Well, welcome to the show, man. I've been looking forward to having you on. Um. We better jump into this. By the way, if you have any requests, any request, what do you know? Do you do you, <laughs> you know charge? I sure do. That one, I so I usually do this for rock stock, so it's it's yeah. on a little bit of a hiatus. Yeah, but um, I have a little bit of music. The last one I did was sick, man. Uh, let's see. <laughs> that 
that's like in between yeah stuff if you wanted to i have a lot that's of good. fun doing that that so. is good yeah all right um listeners and writer inners uh we had we had a question this week was what's the most outrageous thing you've seen at a baseball game in particular but more just any sporting event um stadium setting so we had a decent amount of write-ins we're gonna cut to these as quick as we can and we got some blooper type stuff on the tv behind me so if you ever feel like chiming in i i have the full control of pause okay replay yeah replay (laughs) all right get used to that one um i'm just gonna pause it real quick so if i'm looking down at shit Mm -hmm. i'm definitely interested in what you're just keep okay. It going okay okay yeah I got just, it, it gets a little oh, okay i didn't know if it was like you were, you were gonna like lead with like like an interview style but okay i got you oh, we're can, jumping like, right into it. yeah that's all cool. right you ready yeah Three, two one all right uh welcome back Oops. have to cut that out uh all right <laughs> so i had someone send it in and they were like you're gonna like this mm-hmm. one so i flagged it but usually okay. i don't open these right away okay this is from yeah. your secret secret inquirer at Joseph P. Hefferstein. It's <laughs> another story. Uh, <laughs> I know who this is now. Uh, hey there, Ethan. Got a few questions for you and your guests to uh, discuss regarding, regarding today's topic. How many yards of a head start would you need in order to beat Tyreek Hill in a 100-meter dash? In a 100-meter dash, how many yards? Wait. That's what it says. Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's just make it easy. A, a whole football field. Uh huh. How long? Like, I would need like fifty-five, sixty to beat him. I think so. You know, let alone least, the yeah. slow start that I have. Yeah, maybe. I mean, honestly, at least because I'm trying to think of uh, fifty yards looks farther on a football field. It's like I play golf, and like a fifty-yard golf shot is. It's, it's not, not doesn't feel long at all, but yeah, when you're running it, it's you'll yeah. feel it. And it's yeah, I'd probably I would I would I would feel confident if I could be like on on the like the thirty closest to the end zone, and he was already a, running. <laughs> it's just already in stride. Yeah, and I I would feel confident that I could beat him. It would still be close, but God, even if I was at the fifty and he was at the opposite goal line, I wouldn't stand a chance. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, next question. No. Do you think you're faster or slower than Philip Rivers? I've, See, that's a that's a good question too. Because that is, I've, I've not. Is seen this him run you? T- is this both of us? Or are they yeah, just talking about for, you specifically? For my guest and me, I would say, if I wanted to, speed and agility. Yes, mm. I I think so. I mm. think I'm going to beat him. Yeah, I think so. I think I would beat Philip Rivers at like distance running. Distance. Because, hey Nick, this is Brad. Brad Nick. Hello Nick. Roommate, <laughs> roommate Nick. Everybody. <laughs> See, yeah, he he pops in uh, from time to time. Um, Philip Rivers, I'm just gonna go flat out. Yeah, yeah, but close. Because like he like he looks to me like a guy. I don't know if he could run a mile right now. Like he, because he probably doesn't. He's he's need to. He's so established, and he's got just like that attitude. Like he knows where his body needs to get to perform. Okay. So if like. I mean, he, he probably just doesn't. He has all those kids, so he doesn't look like a guy that's running a lot in the off season. He's probably doing his like recovery and like his stuff in the gym, yeah. like distance running in like a ten k. I could, I think, easily beat Philip Rivers. Okay, I, I was feel confident say. with that. But like sprinting, like he looks slow on an NFL field with like other people around elite him. athletes. Yeah. But he could probably he's a he's a big dude. So 
I don't know. I think you would, would take me in like sprints. Yeah, yeah, you would have to train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two weeks max. Honestly, but I mean, as, as beat up as his body's gotten, someone with like, you might be better like taking him on in like a, a throwing competition because his arm has been so just beat to shit. He doesn't have the zip on the ball like he used to. He gets to throw left-handed and I throw right-handed. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you think he's coming back next year? I don't I don't know how he could. That, but So they, they got him for one year and he made playoffs for... They almost beat... Whoa. Oh, whoops. He's talking about that finicky mic. See, I hit... Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's very finicky. Um, Stand back. Um, they, I thought they were going to win that game. And too? I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, Classic I... Bills... But I said, like I told Megan and Jeremy, shout out to Megan DePonso and Jeremy Peicher. Wide right. Go check it out. Unofficial sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. That's, uh, honestly, go support. With, if, if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, that's where you got to go oh, yeah. in Denver. 100%. Yeah. 21st and Curtis, the old Curtis Club. It used to be old Curtis Street. You're from Denver. Yeah. Right? Did you ever mm-hmm. go there when it was old Curtis Street? No. That's that's back when downtown was a lot. That was a very seedy. Unsafe. It was like a like a homeless hangout, essentially. And, like, in the patio, like, they've always had that patio area. Like, they have a nice patio area there now. They didn't used to have tables out there, but it was enclosed. And it was on it. Like, people would, like, lived out there. Like, it was, like, a little homeless camp and, like. But it was shut down? No. Like, the it was an open bar, but, like, people just kind of slept in that patio. Like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. And they, they had real. <laughs> the way it actually looked inside was, like, really cool. But yeah. they had terrible Mexican food. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, that that's right when I first moved to Denver, and that's kind of right before the city completely changed. Like ten years ago, there was still a lot of old Denver in Denver. Got you. And then I think probably when like marijuana went like completely legal, beginning of two thousand fourteen is when the city really started to yeah, change. Yeah, pop. I know. I yeah. was uh, I came back in twenty fifteen, but I was mm-hmm. spending a lot of time in Arizona after college. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, next question. How much time would you be willing to do in jail if you got to run onto the field at a Patriots game and successfully pants Bill Belichick on TV? Thank you, your secret inquirer. How much time? Ugh. That would be funny, but, like, I don't want to go to jail, really. But I just, would do two nights tops. Two nights? Some, yeah. I mean, I would do that, I've done too. a night. That's so. not... But you would be a legend, and that's that's a pretty easy price to pay just to yeah, do. Yeah, they're butt-fucking you. <laughs> no doubt if you do that. That's the guy that fucking pans Bill Belichick. And they'd be hitting on you all night. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that's isn't that like prison, though? How much butt-fucking goes on in jail? <laughs> I don't know. I don't... I just... That's where my head goes when I think I think that's where everyone's head goes. I mean, I know it's a problem, but it's, it's one of those things where... Problem for the recipient. Yeah, I, I think you have to be in like a, a at least a, a you know a medium security prison for that to be happening. Okay. Because a lot of lower places, guys like they try to be on their best behavior because they would like to get, to get out, out at some point, so they're not going to be raping. Bf'd. People. Yeah. Or trying. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like the thing is, you'd be a legend. Oh, here's the thing. After you do your jail time, is there anything else you have to do, like community service? Is it, does it fuck up your life, or is it just jail time? Well, would you, would you be some sort of sex offender? Because you're, like, exposing, like, he'd act, it was accidental for him, but you, like, I owe that, Oh, because oh, you have to register as a sex offender. Yeah, maybe, because you're, like, Everyone showing. would know, but then if you told people the story, they'd be like, oh, that's fine. He can live next to me. <sighs> I don't, like, I'm still at a... You just wouldn't do it? I would do just if it was just time in jail, and that's my only consequence, and everyone would still know me as the guy who pants Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, it would be like a funny bit. I would do six months. 
Wow. But if that was like the only Dude. It's commitment to the bit. That's uh, six seasons of Survivor right there. Actually, six months. Yeah, no, no, it's it's a it's actually a little a little less than that. Um, I'm gonna crack one if you need one right there. There's PBR. That's just a that's just sparkling, sparkling water. Yeah, it's a do your thing. Three sixty five black cherry. It's not take bad. Take this with me. Yeah, do there your we thing. go. Um, all right. Well, thank you right there for that one. Um, Is this PBR? Is that what you said? There's PBR oh. in there. <laughs> no, no. I was like, this is not a PBR. This is a lush puppy. A lush puppy. It's a fun name. Lush puppy. Uh, all right. So roommate Nick. Roommate Nick. That's that should be the roommate Nick's the robot voice. That should be the bit. Like that's not you. Well, I used to do one called Carl the Pilot <laughs> on. Uh... uh yeah, we're flying it approximately. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we used to do a lot of that on Rock Stock Radio. There you go. Um, let's see what we got here. Um, let's skip that one. I well, I I was I just wrote myself one, and I said, "Tell Brad about the walkie-talkie at a spring training game. If you bring a single walkie-talkie to spring training, you can like link on to like the security, like their walkie-talkie shit." Okay. Oh, like the security guards' walkie-talkies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. One time, you know how like have you ever been to spring training in Arizona? Yeah, I went to one. It was the year the Rockies went to the World Series. I went to 2007. one, two thousand seven, and I. But that was down in Tucson. No, but see, here's the thing. I was in Phoenix, and they were playing a road game against the A's. So I went to like the A's okay. spring training and watched the Rockies play. Got you. But I've never, I haven't. My parents have been there, but I haven't been to the new Salt River. So yeah, there's just like a big ass like yeah field for you to mm-hmm. sit on. So I was out oh, yeah. there talking to, and they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, get off the channel, and then I'd be like, okay, okay. And they'd be like, all right, everyone change channels. And then I would scan and find them again. <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, it's me again. Uh, we had a lot of fun with that. So, That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I used to come with. Could You a, You could probably do that. At Rockies games. At just anything, too. Well, that's what. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> <they're> security guards. <laughs> so I used to I used to always go into the Rockies games off the light rail with a thing of chew, peanuts, and then a walkie-talkie. Always get in with those and just see if you can <laughs> fuck around. Um, let's have you. Read one. All right. Go ahead there. All right. All right. When I was a freshman in high school, I went to a girls' basketball game between us and our biggest rival school. Anyway, the chance slash trash talk between our bleachers and their bleachers got out of control. All I distinctly remember is our fans loudly chanting, Ref beats his wife. (laughs) Ref... The way this guy he, he put it like an apostrophe between ref beats his wife maybe like that ref beats his but the way wife it's w i hyphen i f e wife oh yeah ref beats his wife ref beats his wife there were too many of us yelling it to get in trouble our principal openly laughed before telling us to cut it out oh man <laughs> just a uh, yeah that was a is great... that supposed to be a qu- that's just a story no, it's... oh it's fine yeah, yeah yeah that was good that is funny I liked how he had to figure out the chant there oh, I was. Speaking of it, I have I have hey, something to add to this. Please oh. do anytime. And I I feel so bad about. I'm not gonna say. I'll say one name. The guy there was a guy in my school, and his last name was Bay. And I don't know if this happened, but the the rumor, you know how rumors start in high school, and they're just vicious. And it wasn't vicious to him, but the rumor was he was in a hot tub with a young lady, and. They want. They wanted to have sex in the hot tub. Is this is this a family show? No, no. Okay. Fuck shit, piss ass, do your thing. Okay. And uh, 
they were they were in a hot tub and they wanted to have sex, but he didn't have a condom. So this is the urban legend. She was like, "Well, we can have, we can have anal sex." And he was like, okay, great. So as it went, I'm not going to say the girl's name. Cause she, Please don't. Because she didn't deserve what happened. Okay. But Because you're from around here? Uh, Pueblo, Colorado. Okay. All right. Well, that's pretty close. Maybe the frequencies get out yeah, there. Yeah. But keep, keep so, so they apparently this happened, and someone found out about it. So for about a year, anytime we were at a school assembly or any type of sporting event, someone would start the chant, and it would go, Bay Bangs Butts. And then kids would clap and bay bangs butts, <laughs> bay bangs butts. It was a little, it was a nice alliteration, and literally like an assembly of like two hundred kids, like everyone was like saying this. And, wow! And the teachers were like, "What the fuck are they?" And it was like kind of humiliating. I'm sure. And the girl, her name started with a D, and then she had a chant where people. <laughs> After the Bay Bangs Butts chant would start, everyone would go, Back door, Diane. <laughs> and her name wasn't Diane. But it would be, Back like door, that. Diane. Like, everyone. And that that's... Well, you talk to anyone who went to my high school in that period of time, that's how they remember. And I don't even know if this happened. If it did, you know, so what? I, I would give it more like a 65% chance that it did. Yeah. Uh, but l- let's just throw this out for the listeners. That is one of the most unhealthy things to do for your body is fuck in a hot tub. Yeah. It's gross, man. We had we, yeah. had, we had a talk in college about that mm-hmm. from someone that came in there like, listen, guys, yeah. um, <laughs> none of that hanky-panky. Uh, all right. I think you read that one beautifully. Why don't you kick this one off, too? All right. One of my all-time favorite sporting moments. I grew up in Colorado. I never went to any Broncos games. Nuggets, Grizzlies, Avalanche, Zephyrs, Rockies. I saw all of them. Who are the Grizzlies? Grizzlies. Would that be uh, that's Greeley Grizzlies? Oh, Something yeah. like oh, that? I thought they were the Bears. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, Grizzlies, Avalanche, Zephyrs, Rockies. I saw all of them. Zephyrs is what? That's like the old school minor league team. That's like in, in oh, the yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. moved to New Orleans. They got out once the Rockies became a thing. But Avalanche, Zephyrs, Rockies, I saw all of them, but not the Broncos. I played a game there before I ever saw one. I played a CU versus CSU lacrosse game at Invesco Fuck prior yeah. to an Outlaws game. Hmm. Wow, that's pretty sick. He must have gone to Creek Regis or those two back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fucking it. They didn't have Valor or anything. Yep. This guy probably sent this from his house in Aspen. He's a wealthy <laughs> fellow. Um, the grass was the best I had ever stepped on. Immaculate. The stadium was pretty much empty, but it was awesome. The next time I came into the stadium, I had been given tickets to the Broncos versus Patriots. 30-yard nice. line, fifth row. The sound of the crowd was deafening. It's hard to describe. You just kind of did. Uh, it was <laughs> it was so loud. Well, it turns out Tom Brady has a rocket for an arm. It was turns truly out. a sight to see in person. TV doesn't do it justice. I am more or less indifferent to football, but seeing it up close was amazing. Truth be told, you should be, all be watching downhill mountain racing on Red Bull TV. I think this guy has stock in Red Bull TV. Um, regardless, <laughs> one of the most amazing things I saw at a sporting event was how quiet that crowd got as Brady had his way. As a native, <laughs> half-drunk, not giving a shit, it was amazing. Needless to say, I had a great time, and almost everyone else went home to punch their spouses in the face. Jeez. I don't know. It's uh, it was very... Is, was, is it long? No, it's that was dumb. It was a very off-putting way to end it. I don't know. <laughs> the guy was that just, was it? Yeah. Oh. He, he was uh 
He bragged about playing lacrosse mm-hmm. on Mile High. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, leave he, it at that. He said Tom Brady's amazing, and then he said people were upset and beat their wives. I'm pretty sure he just wanted to rub. I think I know who that is. Wanted to ruffle some feathers because he knows we're broken from it. That's fine. I mean, we know Tom Brady's good. Like this isn't a. <laughs> and turn, turns out he has a really good arm, just turns out yeah. right now. Honestly, him being on the Buccaneers has made me – I've done almost a 180 on him. Like, I well, want to – didn't s- like him? Well, I mean, I respected him, but I didn't – I guess I just didn't like the whole thing. Like, I was just kind of sick. Kids. It's really like – I have a lot of Boston sports fans' friends, but, like, it's the fa- the fans there are. Hard. Oh, my God. Yeah. And – I mean, yeah. They, they rub it. It's funny. Very, people. like – and it's in, there's a two types of Boston fans, like the people who you think they all are, where they're just like completely arrogant, and like they don't they don't think anyone else knows anything about sports. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the ones that are like constant, like they don't enjoy anything, like they're constantly miserable because it's like Jacob Hamill, my good friend, who's a comedian. Like I don't think he's ever enjoyed one of the Patriots Super Bowls because like every time I like talk to him. Like about the Patriots being good, or we've talked about in the past. He's like, he's like I don't know when it's gonna end, man. I'm just, I'm just grateful. Like, <laughs> just he talks about it like it's. He's like, we're just, we're just, well, one, one, we're so lucky to have this, and just he's like, he's gonna die when it all goes away. Just now, you know. Well, there you, know, you go. This we'll year, never know. This year, just a little perfect example of. Yeah. Of, yeah, that was glorious. Because yeah, Boston's like a very Catholic town, like Irish Catholic. Mm-hmm. So it's like. And in that where I grew up Catholic, you're not really, like, supposed to enjoy anything. So just, like, the fact that they've had so much... Especially sex. Yeah, (laughs) so much success. Like, they don't really know what to do with it. Right. It turns them into monsters, so you can't really blame them. Uh, While while we're on the topic here, Mm -hmm. uh, who's going to the Super Bowl? Who do you want to see? I want to see... I want to see Bill's Buccaneers. Same. I want to see that. Yeah, it's... The Chiefs are the best team left. Obviously, they're a little suspect in that last game. And do we know if Patrick Mahomes is going to be back? With the I think concussion? he is. Like I, I, I think even if he shouldn't be playing, he's going to be out there. That Heaney guy. Heaney. Yeah, that guy. I, I didn't even know he's still in the league. Yeah, <laughs> Chad Heaney. Heaney. And uh, I mean, the only, I mean, the Browns could have won that game. They, they were kind of, they kind of fucked themselves. But yeah, the Chiefs are the best team left. But people are already kind of sick of them. I mean. And as a Bronco, as a Broncos fan, I dislike the Chiefs. I've always disliked them more than I've ever disliked the Raiders. Just something about them. And I want to see Bills and Bucks. I think it's going to be Bills and Packers, though. I think that's going. That's my prediction. Bills Packs. Bills Packers. It's a pretty cool color scheme, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a good game too. I really think this is. I have to knock on wood because Jeremy and Megan they always tell me it's like don't say. I think sure. I think the Bills are going to win it this year. You think so? I think I'm not going to win, but I think, I think that if they the go Super against Bowl. the Bucks, they're going to win. Packers, that'd be a good. I don't know. Brady in the uh, postseason, mm-hmm. I think he's going to make it. And then how cool would it be either way? Bills, Bucks. You got Anthony Crawford. Shout out to him too. Yeah, big time fan of them. And then you got Wide Right, mm-hmm. owners of Wide Right. Yeah, I, I know the Bucks center pretty well. Ryan Jensen. He's from. Uh, Fort Morgan, Colorado. Played okay. with the Ravens for like five, six years before he went to Tampa a year or two ago. He went to CSU Pueblo. Okay, he played cool. football there. And at the time, he dated a girl. I went to school there for like a year and a half. He dated a girl that I had known since kindergarten. So, so a couple summers where I hung out with him a lot, and he's a really nice guy. He was D two football player who's a starting NFL lineman now. So That's pretty I'd sweet. like to see him win a Super Bowl for sure. So, but I'd rather, you know, 
Megan and Jeremy be happy, and they can finally get married. They, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they're I, married or not. I've heard. I thought that they they've gotten married did. like five times. Oh, I, did you see that? Yeah, the, that's. Uh, Go Ethan's ahead and explain got, that. Ethan's got the baseball blooper reel, and this is basically the Rockies have been showing like parts of this video after the fourth inning since like <laughs> 1995. Yeah, There's, like yeah. they stopped making baseball bloopers after the early 90s, <laughs> and this was I, this was uh, oh, it's Nebraska. This is a college baseball game, and some some player. The field's built right by a street. Cars drive by the outfield fence. Some guy hit a home run. Knock. Look at this field. Astro turf infield, grass outfield. That is weird. That's a very 90s. And then bang, passenger window on the sob. That guy was he was watching the game. He was driving so slow. That's what he gets. He's being a looky-loo. <laughs> a looky-loo. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Coming in next submission, um, it's called That Time Chip. Chip, the CU mascot, had a T-shirt can and misfire on him, and he was carted off the field. Really? Never knew that. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> fuck t-shirt cannons. I've never gotten one shirt and don't expect one. Don't get me wrong. I'm not bitter, but if I were to get one, how the fuck is it going to be the right size and gender for me, male or female cut? What if I post OP transitioning and there's just one size? Don't get me wrong, but a lot of people in stadiums are overweight. This is a good point. Mm-hmm. I can say that confidently because a lot of Americans are overweight. On the rare occasion, I stroll through a Walmart, and I always come away shocked. Happen to pursue the clothing. Oh, happen to peruse, peruse the peruse. Yeah, peruse the clothing. What the fuck size is three XXXL? I don't want to be hit in the side of the face. Oversized dress. This one goes on pretty long. Um. Wait, I, that was a story? What was he? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's my buddy, Bailey, and uh, it seems to be his type of writing. Mm-hmm. And I might continue this on a solo a solo run because um, it's I think just, the story was Chip knocked himself out with a T-shirt gun. Yes. That's a good story. That's crazy. I've never... I'd like to hear more about that as opposed to people not being able to fit yeah. in the shirts. He went <laughs> He found, like, the least interesting part about that story. Like, a mascot knocked himself out, and he's like, well, how do they know what size shirts to give people? It's like, that's not what was... Yeah, definitely sounds like my friend. Uh, let's it's see like what here. I do with comedy sometimes. I just put in the most unimportant details to, like, something I'm trying to talk about. And it's like, just get... Because I just think it's... I don't know. I think it's important for whatever reason. It's like, just get to the punchline. There's no need to... I think the tangents are funny, but they're usually not. Yeah. Um... I liked it. I, I saw the merit, but um, yeah, way too long right now. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have I wrote myself a, a reminder to tell a story about that actual kid. So he uh, one time uh, we were at a Rockies game, and one of our friends wears like DC shoes, so they're like kind of open at the, like skater shoes. Oh yeah. And he's kind of a shithead, awesome kid though. <laughs> but he he poured. Um, like some beer into the kid's shoe and then our friend turned around and like doused him in the face of this beer and the ushers <laughs> out in the rock pile came and got him and made him like sit in time out for like <laughs> him on one side of the aisle him on the other and like i don't know it's 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 a it's, it's pretty a funny story yeah um let's see moving right along here <sighs> We got nothing playing right now? Oh, I think the bloopers are done. I was, was only done. a 28-minute uh, oh, okay. little flick. Yeah. Uh, this one just came in about an hour ago. Sports ball. Uh, <laughs> I'm 
the name of the email, I feel like I have to read this. Poo poo pee pee time at rittermethis.com. It's not, <laughs> doesn't sound valid, but I'll read it. Uh, finally thought of one. One time my sorority had a social slash mixed, mixed with the fraternity that my boyfriend at the time was in. We went to either a baseball game or a hockey game. I don't remember. <laughs> That's what it says. I don't remember because almost right after we got there, my boyfriend literally ate shit his Wait, my boyfriend literally shit his pants and made me drive him home. Cool. That happens. Yeah. That dude. Feel bad for a boyfriend. I guess so. I don't couldn't hold it. This one came in forty five minutes ago. Ah, Sierra, number one fan. Uh tell me about a joke that you told completely flatlined. Pick up the litter for me. Uh, <laughs> that you would still defend to this day. So, in other words, a bit that you feel the audience didn't fully. Pre- All right, I'll I'll throw one out there for myself. Okay. While you think, I have a, I have a lot of these too. Yeah, most I, of us do. There's one that's a white whale for me. That it's not. <laughs> it's not that the uh, the audience didn't fully appreciate it or get it. Um, and it's just like an embarrassing one to say now for whatever reason. But I have this joke that started off the opening sentence was, uh, I take girls to the zoo, dot, 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 to break up with them because mm-hmm. I just see so many happy couples there. It just felt right. And then the process of the joke was, how do you do that and escape out of, I don't know. It, even now, <laughs> I'm still confused by it. But um, the zoo joke for me. Yeah, the zoo joke. Remember the one time... You were, it was so funny. You, you were on stage at Chirito back in the day, and it, it was funny. You told a joke, and it was like the end. Of, like there was like two or three people in the room, so no one does well at Chirito. And you like just said something, and like a guy raised his hand, and you just went question. And it was it was and like you just completely went with it. You're just like, why are you raising your hand at a comedy show? Like you were just doing something to the guy, and you're like, oh, question. It's like you were giving a little <laughs> TED talk. Uh, it was one of the funniest goddamn things. Wonderful. Uh, uh, what about you? You have anything that completely flatline? Oh my! I have so many jokes that, uh, but that's that's the thing about comedy. That's the only way you know if anything works a lot of the time, and that's that's why open mics exist because you you get these ideas. It's it's sometimes for me like I'll get why I. Like, I, I think something's funny in my head, but I just can't articulate why I think it's funny. I know what you mean. And like skip steps, in a way. Like, I thought about... Uh, and this, this would be hard to do, because it, it's very, like, insight. It's a joke about uh, Denver comic Matt Kobos. Like, I, <laughs> I thought of an impression of him today, but the bit is <laughs> his girlfriend catches him cheating on her. And the bit is Matt Kobos is cheating on his girlfriend. His girlfriend walks in and he goes, "Oh shit! I thought I thought this was you." And like that's the whole. I just thought, I just saw that in my head, like Kobos being like, "Oh, this isn't you." Like, like just that's his lies. Like, oh, I thought I was having sex with you the whole time. Uh, dude, you have to know Matt. Like, I, I can't know. do a Kobos I, impression. I can't. Really. I want to all the time. Uh, <laughs> all right, that was very interesting. All right, let's see. Yeah. Uh. This one just says, retracting my previous statement. I previously wrote you, missed an episode Sunday, or for whatever reason, new episode wasn't showing up in my feed. Okay, I don't know what that was about, but thanks for writing in. Uh, I I don't know. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, sweet, sweet. Okay. Uh, this is a Tinder profile. Uh, so I've been having people send in Tinder profiles Okay, um, and we get to kind of judge them and okay, 
Uh, this one is from uh, Michael, age 34. God, these are so foreign to me now. Cause I haven't. I've been in a relationship almost four years, and I've like I've forgotten about this. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what cool. this world was like. Well, and and especially, uh, I think this is from our number one fan of the show, Sierra. Shout out, Sierra. She sends these in, and like I'm like, you know, if anyone that you know still uses that, mm-hmm. throw these on. So, mm-hmm. um, Michael, thirty four, verbatim. If you're a prostitute slash OnlyFans, no thanks. If you have kids, no thanks. If you have bad credit, no thanks. If you have bad teeth, no thanks. If you're over the age of 30, no thanks. If you're a hippie or a liberal, same thing, no thanks. Thanks. Uh, looking for a relationship, I have a wonderful future and financial and financially secure. Not interested in overweight women. Liberal feminists need not apply ideal with enough problems in the day, and I don't need made-up ones to fill the gaps. Have a wonderful, deluded day. Whoa. This is fucked. Seems like he wants to date Candace Owens or Tommy, <laughs> or Tommy Lahren, and that's it. He's I, 34. And he's saying no 30. That's a big—I mean, that's the biggest what? red flag in a sea of them right there. Um, <laughs> I, does it? Do we have a picture of this guy? No, no. It's, it's, it's just like that. That's what how it re—it's just like they're— I'm gonna have to look. Yeah, at this. please, please, by all means, see everything. I guarantee. Um, oh, whoops! I think I closed it. I got. I'm back to the email about the guy who played lacrosse. Yep, you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. There's not really much to say about that one. Well, yeah, just what he said. He's financially secure. I guess. I guarantee but, that's a lie. Like, they, that can't be. I don't know. He doesn't really sound like he hangs around women that much. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Like, otherwise, I don't think he'd be saying much of any of that. Or, I don't know. There's some. Maybe it works for him. Who knows? That's what we've kind of come to the conclusion on the mm-hmm. show a bunch is, like, you either have to stand out and be totally fucking out of the wall bazonkers. Mm-hmm. Just to get someone's attention. That's a lot of what it is. And I honestly, like, an app like Tinder, it's honestly really good for men. Because. Well, we don't. When I used to use it years back, I would just swipe. swipe, swipe, swipe exactly. Swipe. That's what you have to do. And it's going to put you, honestly, from what I. Like, as a man on Tinder, you're going to end up with who you should end up with. It's actually a good way. <laughs> like, you'll find out, like, more, more, more often than not, it's like, all right, this is the perfect, like, your sensibilities match up. This is who I should be with. Like, the problem with women is there's a lot of men doing that so a lot of men are constantly swiping right on them correct and most men just want to have sex and like they're never even if they meet a guy that they would like like they have so many matches that all these messages just get buried so right. they're just yeah it's a fucking it's an it's a it really is a nightmare for women and they also have to worry about who they could be meeting up with and even if they look That's really safe, scary. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Even it's legitimately scary. Even th- Honestly, things like Uber and Lyft are more scary for women, probably yeah. even than Tinder. Like, all this stuff has got an added element of danger for women there. Uh, I couldn't agree more about yeah. that. Um, yeah, if you do go into Ubers, please just – I always recommend having some sort of your phone already dialed or mace. Like, just too many stories um, about that going south. So yeah. Uh, moving right along here. Um, let me pause this real quick. Do you mind if I do the advertisements? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. 
All right, and back to the uh, podcast. We're doing a little bit of ad read right now. Our next sponsor is local Denver rapper Young Trey. Now, I asked Mr. Trey for something to read. I really tried, and he refused to write anything down. He just said, you know, pump me up. So uh, go check him out, please. And I don't really feel too bad about messing up this read because he didn't pay me in money. Um, He paid me in weed. He paid me with weed, and I took it because I was scared. Um, All right, next one. Folks, do you have any trouble finding someone to hire at just the right time that you need? That's exactly where our next sponsor, Uncle Recruiter, comes in. Uncle Recruiter reminds you that everyone has that sack of shit uncle whose very existence is a stain on your family tree, but who by now is probably really and truly done with those trips to rehab. So pick up the phone and call your Uncle Jared and just hire his alcoholic ass. Your mother will thank you later. All right. Sorry, I had to get those ones in. (laughs) Young Trey. Young Trey. Look him up. Uh... (laughs) Not to be confused with Atlanta Hawks shooting guard Trey Young. Oh. This is Young Trey. Yes. Yeah. Not the same. Not one and the same. It's like Cameron Jordan, Jordan Cameron. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. Welcome back. Um, (laughs) Let's see here. I'm going to have to edit some of that later. Um, Oh, here we go. Um, The digs from the Professor Jones movie podcast. So go check out Professor Professor Jones and the Digs. They do um, movie reviews. They're two brothers. Used to work with one of them. Very nice people. Uh, it says not to be confused with Tom Cruise of Scientology. Uh, Professor Jones at gmail.com. Hey, Ethan, really great to be back today. Also, a big thanks to Al Roker and all the stuff he's done with weather forecasting lately. I uh, can't believe he's still going. Anyway, I got into a verbal argument with an eight-year-old boy at a Nuggets Blazers, Blazers playoff game. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm a huge Blazer fan, as you might know. But I looked up, and during the altercation, the camera had spotted us, and the whole arena booed me for pestering a little kid. So he was <laughs> on the Jumbotron. It wasn't like that. Uh, he was a little prick and had it coming. True story. We lost that game but won the series. Uh, so at least I have that. Thanks a lot, Danny, for writing in. Um, let's hammer through these. Oh, uh, <laughs> this one's from me. So I this is one of the craziest things I've heard of, and it's a, very much a true story. I went to college in Arizona, Arizona <clears throat> State. Okay. And uh, I don't know what – it used to be called – so you used to have Bank One Ballpark, and then – Is it like Chase Field now? It's Chase Field now. Mm-hmm. What's the Coyotes Arena called? Do you know? Oh, God. Sun Stadium or some shit like that? Gila River. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because the Coyotes and the Suns play at different places. Do they? Yeah, Coyotes, I mean, I don't think, I think they play like a little bit outside of Phoenix, and they don't have, like, their place isn't that big. Phoenix is a very strange, like, you know how Denver wraps out to DIA? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that in areas where the There's all those little, like, small... T- there's, like, Mesa and Scottsdale and, and Tempe. Yeah, exactly. And, like, every, like, it's where the spring training is. I know the Cubs are in Mesa. The Rockies are in Scottsdale. Yeah. Padres are in Peoria. That sounds right. Is that there's... What the... Goodyear? Goodyear. Yeah. That's what, yeah. all those little cities. So, um, just... A, it's a quick story about a friend, a couple friends from another dorm. I met them the next year after. They told me the story. Um... 
Anyway, so they went to this Coyotes game, <clears throat> and it was completely dead. Every time I've mm-hmm. gone to a, a event out in one of those places, yeah. just dead, middle of the week. And they said that they were just kind of like shooting the shit in the corridor. And they came up to a room that said, bulk cold beer. And they were like, what? And so one of them tested the door, and it opened up, and they said there was about 30 kegs in this place, refrigerated. <laughs> So yeah. they were like, "All right, let's let's get this thing." So they picked up a keg and had two people, or I think one. My, my friend Rob, he was the only person. Mm-hmm. And hey, what's up, Drea? That's that's Brad. Brad, Drea. Hi, Drea. That's another roommate. Um. So my buddy Rob, who is actually robbing this place, is kind of funny. Yeah. He um had to big boy this. He's uh, robbing an arena. Yeah, he's trying to take keg. a keg he did. out of an arena. He did. He did. They had one friend go to one end of the hall and go, "Okay, go." And he just had to like, bum, 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 and then like put it to the side and look around. And then mm-hmm. they go, "Go, go, go!" Bum, bum, bum. And then someone pulled the car around, and they they said that <laughs> they had this keg in their shower and had to like shower around it for like a good long while, and then said it started like stink the place up and stuff like that. Why, why was it in their shower? <clears throat> because they had two dorm like their dorm rooms. Oh, they were in dorms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so even sneaking it into the dorms, they said, proved to be pretty difficult because... And um, they were they not 21 yet? No, no. We were all, like, 18. Okay. So it's pretty... That makes I sense mean, why you would do that, because it's hard. It's, fuck, yeah. So at that time, it's hard, you, you're trying to find booze. Like, finding booze is like finding drugs. Yeah. So if you can if you find a way to get a keg, that's huge. Um, That's commitment. Yeah, I thought that's that was... That's quite the heist. It's not an easy thing to steal as a keg. No. Absolutely not. My God, those are such a fucking pain in the ass to lift. Working in bars and restaurants, that was my least. The last restaurant I worked at, we had a rooftop patio, and I would have to carry kegs up to the rooftop patio. Luckily, they were like Buyers, the, the oh, smaller, the, the yeah. smaller ones. It would still suck. It wasn't like pony. It was like the little like. Hang on, real quick. Oh, that's the laundry. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, they were like the like the half ones. So they were like they're like this big around, but they're still the same yeah. height. Yeah. So carrying them upstairs would like you could fuck up your back. Oh yeah. And like anytime, I I, I was gonna say like if there was like a woman bartender, like there was always you want to help out like mm-hmm. lady bartenders with their kegs. Sure. Obviously, but even if it was a guy up there, like they were lazy as shit, and they would still like make. I was like, why do I have to? I'm like, you don't have legs. It's like we're all busy right now. Why do I have to? But I would. I'm a pushover, so I would go get the kegs for him. It's, well, just, it's never a fun thing to do. I mean, if you don't do it properly either, it's going to be shaken up for a exactly. good long while. So you got to. And it's treat less it like fun when you when you're at work and you don't you don't get to drink it. I can't remember the last time I just was at a place that had a keg because <laughs> it's just such a pain in the ass. It's just easier to get like a thirty a thirty oh, wreck yeah. or something. It's. I mean, unless you have a kegerator, yeah, I exactly. just say there's no the no ass. fucking use at all. Um, you you know what happened to me? No. Bust, I shattered my collarbone like a month ago. <laughs> doing what? Snowboarding. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it People was... People fucked least, themselves up doing that. Yeah, I was at least I was doing something cool is what I keep like telling myself. Yeah, how's it healing? You feeling better? Tomorrow, yeah, I do feel a lot better. There's uh, mm-hmm. three three plates, 11 screws, so it was... It exploded, man. Oof. But tomorrow, I um I go in and get to uh, see, see if I get to go back to work. But, like, yeah, okay. I, I'm not going to be doing... Any sort of like heavy lifting like that, yeah. So I completely fucking understand. You guys are probably go. open for indoor dining again, right? Uh, yeah, twenty five percent. Yeah, there you go. Um, pushing right along here. Uh, 
man, I, I got to figure out a better system. It just seems, you know, a little choppy, but that's okay. Hey, we're, we're doing we're all right. We're shooting the shit. <clears throat> all right, coming in right here. Uh, it says, this is from No Name at rather not p let people know at sorry.com. Okay, it says, I was skiing today, tripping shrooms. I had to poop and went to the bathroom. When you are pooping and tripping, the waves of the room go with how hard you push. Interesting. Yeah, I passed out recently <laughs> while I was pooping and hit my head as when I was pushing too hard. Uh, definitely don't push too hard this time. All right. that uh, I He signed it. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I guess if you're pushing mm -hmm. while you're tripping shrooms, it, it comes more severe. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, makes kind of sense. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Um, man, I gotta. So I like to have these kind of like as a, as a surprise, but sometimes it's just. Okay, here we go. High thoughts. Do you think another species like cats or dogs could become fully sentient? and form a society that will unbelievably overtake our human society. Like not in 2036 or something, but a hundred years from now, I honestly feel like it's more likely than a sort of alien invasion. And then it says, okay, would you rather develop a severe allergy to peanuts or dogs? <laughs> Pe peanut butter for sure. I love dogs. Yeah. Same here. Um, no, first of all, this is, it says high thoughts and I appreciate the write in, but there's no way. Like, the thing is that, for all we know, like, the problem with humans is we think about other animals. Like, we give them too many human qualities. For all we know, dogs and cats have already done that. <laughs> like, they might In have. Egypt. All, I mean, they don't have to go to fucking shitty jobs, and they don't have to. They're not paying bills at all. Right. You know, like, what are their stresses, really? And, like, and we, we don't know how they communicate with one another, truly. For all we know is we have been overtaken. And we just don't, I mean, we just don't know it. It's funny, though, like, who's who's the owner when you're picking up their shit is something I've always thought about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. All right, cool. Right on. Why don't you read this one? I think you haven't read one in a couple minutes. Cool. When I was six, we went to an Orioles game. At some point, I had to pee, and my parents, because they're lazy or stupid, just <laughs> told me that I could go to the restroom myself. That is kind of ball. I mean, for six-year-old in a stadium, you don't want to be sending a kid that young to a, a bathroom by themselves. I found it easy. I found it easy enough, but remembering where our section was seemed impossible. Oh no! And I ended up basically wandering over the whole fucking stadium. At some point, security got me, and were forced after several minutes to make an announcement as I couldn't remember where our seats were. The bad thing is, my dad was partially deaf. <laughs> And my mom always wore headphones to the game so she could listen to her precious classical music. So I stayed with security for what seemed like an eternity. They got me free nachos and a huge drink. At some point, of course, I had to pee again, but was now afraid to ask to go back and find a restroom with these strangers. So I peed in my pants. I still hold this day against my dipshit parents, and they still call me Tinkles whenever we all go to the home game. It's funny. That was great. That was great. Oh, man. Thanks for writing that one in. I think that was from someone named Mac. Uh -huh. All right. <laughs> Moving right along here. 
Earl. Uh, Earl r writes in, um, saw a 35-ish looking man up in the upper tiers with the Rockies jersey open and exposing his beer gut. The man was clearly intoxicated. He had peanuts all over his clothes and skin and was dunking his hot dog in his beer to gross people out. <laughs> <laughs> there were floaters of all the toppings in his beer. It was Ugh. so gross. Yeah. The man finished the beer and became more and more belligerent. Soon after, it was escorted out of the game. That's a good one. I enjoyed that. Jesus. Um, moving right along. This is from, uh, it says, a friend. Uh, saw a friend pour a beer into other friend's shoe. Oh, this is that same story yeah. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> and other friend threw beer in our other friend's face. They got into timeout with one of the ushers. This was at Coors Field. So, yeah, I send these out to a bunch of friends. I, fe I mean, I was like, yeah. one of these people yeah. have to write that in. Um, Joey Jojo Jr. nips and hips at OnlyFans.org. That's the only. <laughs> that's the only thing. OnlyFans.org. Oh, here it is. Oh, nice, dude. I think they just. I think this is my buddy Joey Gutos. Joey um, Gutos. Yeah, I'll plug him after you do do this one. It was the ASU U of A rivalry football game. Duel in the desert at U of A. Wasn't well, that the uh? Jewel in the desert. Territorial Cup, right? Isn't that what they call it? I don't know, but is it? I thought there was like something like that. I think it's it a very weird name. It's one of the oldest rivalries in the area I of guess. Arizona. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'd, yeah, I would. I Those would. are. Yeah, I like uh, Rob Gronkowski went to U of A. Yeah. Nick Foles. Yeah. Jake Plummer went to ASU. Mm -hmm. Jake the Snake, dude. I actually I yeah. went down to a U of A game. Mm -hmm. This this same game. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same year. U of A kid threw a fucking beer bottle and hit my friend in the head. <laughs> Big fight. Jesus. Well, I I always liked Rob Gronkowski because he went to U of A just because they had, like, fun pool parties. Yeah. It was, like, a highly, like, one of the best. It's it's called Star Pass Pool Party. Yeah. I've been a couple times. <laughs> it's, like, one of the best tight end prospects in the country. You can oh, go yeah. to, like, any SEC school. He's like, no, I just want to go to pool parties <laughs> at U of A. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, it was the ASU U of A rivalry football game at U of A, and I made the trip down with some ASU friends to tailgate. One of our best friends was a wildcat, so we were cool with both sides of the fence, but we still kept the competitive spirit to make things interesting. As always, though, there was one fan who took his wildcat pride a little too seriously, and he'd waddle over with some friends to start talking shit. We're a group of fairly able-bodied men, but one of us <laughs> in particular has always been a beast of a creature. Seriously, <laughs> he was 165 pounds of pure muscle by the sixth grade, and I'm pretty sure the government was performing experiments on him as a child. Anyways, things were looking good for us except for the fact that the Hulk was on crutches with a broken ankle this particular occasion. But one must be resourceful in times of peril, so as this little dick... As this little dicked wildcat is about midway through his song and dance, our friend leans on his good foot and claps the kid on both sides of his head with his crutches. I'm sure that kid's ears are still <laughs> ringing to this day, but it was probably worth it knowing he received the first ever cripple sandwich at a tailgate fight. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Okay. The name cripple sandwich. Yeah. Um, so everybody um, – I want to plug my buddy Joey Gutos. That's G-U-T-O-S. He's doing a corn stream, A-Z, um, first and third Wednesday of every month, uh, 5.30 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. 
Uh, go to YouTube channel at go- Joey Gutos Music. That's J-O-E-Y G-U-T-O-S Music and hit the bell icon to be notified when they go live. So uh, check it out. They do, he's a musician. Sorry, by the way, I don't know if I told you that, but um, he does music and then his gor- girlfriend, jor- Jordan, they call it Jordini's Quarantini. Uh, she does martini Ooh. stuff. And then they have... Um, musical guests on they jam out on either stuff that they've played together and Joey's been a great friend of mine so just want to give him a shout out and I believe that was from him Um, okay moving right along we have like a couple left here this is good good stuff Um, all right I don't know if I can read the rest of that chip one I'm just gonna flag (laughs) it and (laughs) maybe read it another time Chip number two, Chip. See, mascot had a T-shirt. Can't miss fire. I think this is the exact same one, just revised. It's way longer. Um, I'll save that for when I'm doing solo. Okay, it says uh, maybe you'd like to read this one. Okay. You're doing a great reading job, by the way. Thank I have you. To say. Okay, I'm gonna. There's there's a little addendum at the top of this, and it says this primarily needs to be read in a Canadian accent. Okay. It, <laughs> I work, I works. Suggest channeling your inner Wayne from Letterkenny, and well, if you don't know what Letterkenny is, then get fucked, mm-hmm. and we're not friends. Get fucked. Okay. Something. <laughs> I've seen clips of Letterkenny, but uh, I'll try. I'll try a Canadian. Okay, okay, bud. Uh, <laughs> soccer slash European football has so many instances. If you were to watch a game, you'd think people were dying at the hands of minimalist contact. Doesn't matter. Choose a match. And it's frustrating. I played the game alongside lacrosse in high school and continued to play lacrosse in college. Soccer is a great game, but it's embarrassingly shameful, especially in the modern world with cameras and replay. <laughs> it's certainly a physical game with lots of physical contact and jersey pulling, but the pageantry of injury has become ingrained in the culture for far too long. The root of the problem is that it somehow works and has been placated for so long. Fucking end it. My solution? Play like hockey players. Let them fucking go at it. No eye flicking, back tickling, or calf kicking. (laughs) I'm here to watch a conflict amongst physical experts. If you can't dance with the ball but get knocked down by a backhanded finger, then get up and throw fists. Fucking end a story. Canadian soccer is so much better. In fact, they call it hockey. It's on ice and they beat the shit out of each other without falling to the ground like abused children. Still a possession game, but they got rid of the retards. (laughs) (laughs) NHL playoffs are the most physically grueling series in sports. Soccer should be better. I like to go to the pub at 8 a.m. to watch a match, and there's good energy, but all these dudes that think they're tough, well, they should have played rugby or hockey. Soccer, cool game, but the fairies that play it can fuck off. Okay. That was good. That I, the guy likes soccer. Clearly a little homophobic, (laughs) and he is, uh... (laughs) I don't, I don't know what his problem is. I like I like how you went uh you went Irish there halfway. Yeah, that's I mean that's kind of what the Canadian accent. It not really comes a lot of like I think it's more like a offshoot of like Scottish and English or whatever. Yeah. yeah it's hard to do uh yeah, for sure. I I, I was yeah, trying I, to kudos. think of like there's hawk there's like hockey players that I can think of like and do their Canadian accent. Like Wayne Gretzky has a Canadian accent. Mm-hmm. If you like listen to him. But uh yeah, I tried to get into soccer this past year cuz that's always been like I'll watch the World Cup every 4 years. 
but then I tried to get in it because the MLS was like the first to come back in the summer. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to try to be a Rapids fan now. I think it would be fun to go to a game, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like if if like hockey seems to be like a good compromise for like a lot of sports, honestly, because you have like the physicality of football. Mm-hmm. You have the speed of the game. You have the like the fast Back pace of basketball. Yeah, but then you have like. But it's it's cool because there's glide. not as much scoring as basketball either. So if you like scoring's always thrilling, but if you want more of it, then because in soccer it's very like there's not. There's no scoring sometimes, so you yeah. get like more scoring than you would in soccer, but it's not too much. So it's like a good compromise for a lot yeah. of sports. It's got something for everybody. Yeah, really. and it's kind of like with with basketball, it's very like ding, 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 like ping, like mm-hmm. pong. What do you call that game? Yeah, pong. And the problem with like the the NBA in particular is it's they just open up because they don't want to get dunked on. Yeah, people are too good, and you play so many games. Like they're good offensively. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, this is this one's gonna be good. I don't, it says. Uh, Ethan takes a Sunday off from Ritter Me This and then expects us all to come up with outrageous sports stories <laughs> with less than a day's notice. How about you tell an outrageous sports story then? Hmm? Well, he's not, you're not telling him to create them. It's just like a memory. <laughs> yeah, you don't have don't to create know. memories. It's create. like, hey, tell me. Yeah. Did you create a touchdown? You also don't have to do this. Yeah, no. Guy. I mean, I think he's just busting <laughs> my balls. So. Yeah, sure, yeah, well, That's cool. You're an outrageous Whatever. sports story. Yeah. Um, I like to think I have a lot of them, but I don't even know if I do. Just like things. I'll tell one. Go uh, ahead. I want to say I was, I don't know, I might have not even been in high school yet. I think I was in eighth grade. Okay. So this is the year before I'm going into high school down in Pueblo. And the high school that I'm going to end up going to and all my friends are going to go to, Pueblo South High School, every year there's two big rivalry games in Pueblo. There's the Bell game, which has been going on since the 1890s, and that's Pueb- wow. Pueblo Central and Pueblo Centennial. That's the longest-going high school football rivalry west of the Mississippi. So there's longer ones That's cool. in, like, you know, southern United States, kind of where the game was started. Sure, sure. But, uh, yeah, it's this long rivalry, and they play for a bell every year. And those were the only two high schools in Pueblo for a long time, and then they built two other high schools as the town South. got a little bigger, Pueblo South and Pueblo East. Okay. And, like, well, they need a game now. And they... <laughs> They got an old Civil War cannon, and those two schools play for the cannon. So they have That's the cannon cool. game and the bell game. It's kind of fun. So we're at the cannon game okay. when we're in eighth grade, and all the football teams play at Dutch Clark Stadium. Dutch Clark was a guy played in the NFL. Was the remember when Doug Flutie drop kicked it in that game? <laughs> no. For the Patriots back in 07, he scored on a drop kick, and he was like the last guy to score via the drop kick. And he like ran and drop kicked. You know how you know what a drop kick in football is. It's oh it's, oh where you oh, drop, you drop it, it on the ground, you kick it through the uprights. Yeah, okay. he scored. The last guy that did that before Doug Flutie was Dutch Clark <laughs> in like the '30s. So he's like this old NFL guy who was like from from Canyon City by Pueblo, but lived in Pueblo, went to college and co- he's like a old folk hero in Pueblo. So we're at Dutch Clark Stadium. It's packed out. Stadium sits almost like ten thousand people. Big high school stadium. That's big. And. All the middle, like, what you would do is, like, the the high schools had their student sections, like, right in the center of, like, the bleachers. So there was, like, two concrete bleachers on both sides. And they were good at separating the schools because you couldn't get, like, there was, like, two separate, like, there was a parking lot for one set of bleachers and another parking me. lot. That would lead into, like, you wouldn't, like, 
come in contact with them? No, you would just pull into your own parking lot, and then you would just walk down to your bleachers, and you would just walk back out. So there was no, like, the two bleachers were separated by, like, rocks and the field, so you couldn't, like, oh, get to the other side of the bleachers. What if you had friends on the other side? You could never go watch a game I guess you, you'd have to, like, go walk over this the little park. bridge. You'd have to walk all the way and around. And you're just getting fucking and ridiculed. It, it was just a pain that. in the ass. So yeah. you, would, you wouldn't meet with the other school fraternize yeah with the, so all the high school students would be in like the middle parents would be in one end but if you were in middle school like you would sit in like the tall like top left corner all the middle school punks would just kind of go there and do whatever like s- s- try to smoke weed or sneak booze in and just be little shitheads and this was 2003 and like right at that time it got they had been huge in like Japan remember the thunder sticks they're like those oh, inflatable things that people, and in they're the just two, full of air. Yeah, in the yeah, 2002 yeah. World Series, the Angels like kind of brought them to America, and all the Angels fans had them. So for a while there, <laughs> they were like, oh, a lot of sporting events were like, oh, we're going to give out thunder sticks to fans, and this was the first year they like had these thunder sticks for the Cannon game, so they just gave them to like everyone mm-hmm. that came into Dutch Clark Stadium, and everyone was just kind of banging them. It was kind of cool, whatever. But for whatever reason. I don't know if I I, I might have had this idea. I was hanging out with me, with my buddy Mark and my other buddy Marshall, and we had deflated. We had a, like we had a deflated thunder stick, and I was like, we were just like filling it with confetti because they were also giving people <laughs> bags of confetti. And I was like, hey, let's let's try to fill it with confetti and throw it at somebody with one of those like regular like like the regular blow up inflatable things. You just pop, popped it in there. Yeah, well, it's like we. It was blown up, but then it got deflated, and okay. we like ripped, the, like ripped a hole in it. Ah, gotcha. gotcha. So they're just like it, they're shoving confetti in this thing, and we're like, and I'm thinking, all right, we're just gonna throw in a, this big thing of confetti is gonna hit someone. It's just confetti. My friend, I think my friend Marshall goes, oh, we know we need to put something. It's not gonna travel. Eddie. Yeah. It's not gonna travel that far, so we need to like f- make it wet. So <laughs> yeah. he fills it like with coke, and now it's this hard thing of confetti, and we're at the top. <laughs> it's not that big of a stadium, but it's like it's a pretty far. Steep incline down. Steep incline to, like, the track and the football field. Correct. And the plan was, this thing was heavy. The plan is like, oh, we're going to hit someone in the stands. We're just going to hit someone in the lower. This will be funny. We'll just hit someone in the head. And he, Marshall stands up and David Goliath's whips it? this thing, and he lets it go, and it's just fucking sailing. And my <laughs> buddy Mark goes, oh, no. And it goes, <laughs> it fucking, the game, like, the there were, the, I forget who was had the ball, but they were like on the goal line, and the like the game's going on. This thunder stick full of confetti and pop <laughs> flies onto the field and hits like the ref, like the line judge in like the yeah. back of the shoe, and like confetti explodes <laughs> everywhere, and the fucking ref like kind of gets spooked. Like the play starts, but like ev- like everyone in the stadium saw this ref. He could have got fucked. Like he could have got really hurt if you hit him in the head. Yeah, yeah but just dude. and it was uh. They had just put in like that new style of AstroTurf, so it wasn't like grass, it's but it was like that fake grass. Rubbery. So it was just all this confetti was just like stuck in there, <laughs> and everyone was like, "What?" Like, dude, the whole creek until the crowd was like, "What the fuck was that?" Because it was like this confetti bomb. But it spilled out liquid too, so yeah, I'm sure that it was just, everyone was, like, was just confetti was right there, and everyone was like, "Wow." But <laughs> I think this. I think Good the toss, team. Marshall. I think the team scored on that play, so everyone was like, kind of watched the touchdown and got distracted. And then I remember they made an announcement like, "Hey, please refrain from throwing, throwing shit." But they don't know who. They never knew who did it. But I think about that all the time. Like how. Man, you guys got away with some bad that could have been. Oh, for sure. It was terrible. Um, one of my favorite sport. I guess bringing it back to high school. 
I was a freshman. My sister was a junior. And uh, she had been nominated for, like, Duke Duchess, Duke Duchess, like, of Homecoming. Yeah. Or whatever. Queen? No, no. <laughs> she, well, she wasn't a senior. Oh, you can be the... So be the, the Duchess of Homecoming. Okay. Yeah. So she was either a sophomore or junior. I might have been in eighth grade, but um. Anyway, like someone was like, "Oh, can you film Bonnie Rouse? She's one of my Michael Rouse's sister. Mm-hmm. She's nominated for something too." And I'm like, "Sure." So I'm up in the top of Littleton High School Stadium, and our uh, homecoming. I I don't think I was there yet. Yeah, I think it was my freshman year. It was it was a Harry Potter themed. Um, like homecoming. Okay. Very weird. Yeah, you know. What are you gonna do? Yeah. And uh, so like all of a sudden, like I'm just filming out of the old school, like it's out of the eye hole, you know. It's not like the flip mm-hmm. open. And all of a sudden, I'm like filming Bonnie Rouse, and the place lights the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, she's gonna win. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I pan right, and this kid Kevin Henry, who was on our uh long distance what is that called cross country yeah he uh streaked with a wizard hat <laughs> across the field and uh did like a heel click perfectly and <laughs> <laughs> out outran these um these out of very out of shape security guards mm-hmm. um classic whatever and like disappeared and mm-hmm. you know got away with it until people kind of were like he was really fast and yeah. um they were like, it just looks like his body type, and <laughs> he got nailed, man. That's, I mean, I don't know why security guards would chase him, like, especially at a high school game. Yeah. Like, I can see the kid getting in trouble, but, like, at some point, he's going to run off the field. Like, yeah. he's not just going to stand there <laughs> naked. Like, he's going to get out of there at some point. Right. Somebody did that at, at some talent show or some assembly. Someone, like, ran across the stage and, like, with their ass out. Someone did that. But I I remember in middle school, (laughs) there was like a power outage one day. Like all the power went out and like it was snowing really bad. So like the whole power in the school went out like middle, early afternoon and a bunch of of middle school kids. So people like everyone just like flips their shit. (laughs) The power's out. (laughs) And I remember like we just kind of walked out in the hall. Like everyone was like, well, let's go see if power out is out everywhere. And so, like, everyone's in the hallway with all the lights out in the building. It's like a blizzard outside. <laughs> and I remember this kid at the end. He was, like, by the like, where the gym is in my middle school. And he comes running out of some room. His pants, his pants are down. His dick is out. And he's wearing, like, the mask from the Scream movie. Like, the, yeah. the ghost face mask. Yeah. And he's just, like, screaming. And he's like, ah! And he's just, like, running with his dick out down the hall. And everyone... Remember, like teachers like thought it was funny. Like, what oh, the fuck, fuck is, yeah, what is dude. he doing? <laughs> that is epic, man. Um, it was so goddamn funny. Ugh. And right. it was one thing like we could have just stayed in school, but they just like made us sit in one. Like that was the end of the day. They're like, all right, like they, they're not gonna learn. Like the because pa- anything weird happens, people just lose their fucking mind. Right. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Especially, Especially the middle teachers. school kids. Yeah. I mean, it, it, as a middle school teacher. I would think you would welcome stuff like that where it's like, mm-hmm. that's just fucking funny. And yeah. you're probably dealing with so many, like, stupid problems, people complaining about whatever and yeah. figuring themselves out. Yeah, middle school's a weird time. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I don't remember much of it, which is, because I remember a lot from elementary school. Those are like your formative years. And then you remember a lot of stuff from high school. One of my roommates fainted. Uh-oh. 
There, she's a uh, narcoleptic. Is she? No. Okay, that's Sorry. good. Go check on her. But uh, <laughs> yeah, middle school is just kind of a blur in a lot because you're ho- it's it's a lot really of hormonal changes too, right? It's so fucking weird. That's like the that's the worst time in most people's life. I suppose so. It's an yeah. awkward age. It it very much is. Um, God, dude. Yeah, I don't. I enjoyed most of all school, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Elementary was fun because we were doing stuff that was like learning about fucking whatever. <laughs> Young yeah. as shit, you know. You don't really know anything at that moment, but yeah, it's a it's a simpler time because yeah. you, the world's like you like. It's funny, like you kind of come back, or at least I have later in life, come back to liking a lot of the things you liked at that time. Like you appreciate them more. Like you really decide what you like, like at that what? age. Well, like something like baseball. Like I was yeah. really into baseball as a kid, and then you just your home hormones get out of whack, and you try to p- pretend to be these other people. Like you have For to sure. try to find yourself. Like oh, I have to be a cooler version of myself. I have to like skateboarding because they like skateboarding. Yeah, stuff on. like that. You have to. You try to like <laughs> certain types of music, and. Like, it's weird. They say, well, you're trying to find yourself. But then that doesn't happen for, like, that lasts for a long time for a lot of people. I Some mean, people are still well in that middle school Well into my 29, yeah. like 29, 30. I'm 31 right now. Mm-hmm. Just starting to figure it out. That's um, what comedy's actually good for. Because comedy's really good at, like, leveling you out and kind of making you deal with, like, people not liking you. and For sure. Trying to, like, you, you kind of have to be an individual to, like, make yourself interesting. So it's really good at, like, getting you to go against the grain and trying to like you obviously want people to like you yeah is that rockies no this is uh this is the 2014 world series game seven san francisco and uh, kansas city this is the year before it was like 25 to 27 like the next year they said that they like corked the fucking balls or whatever oh yeah well this is kansas city won the world series the year after this so they went to back to back world they should have won this one too this is 14 so they won 12 10 14 Yes. San Fran? Okay. Yeah, San Francisco won. The, they had the even-year magic going. Yeah. 10, 12, and 14. And they lost to the Cubs in 16. That's the last time they went to the postseason. Um, I I, I got to tell a story mm-hmm. real quick. Um, you, you brought up something that if you like it when you're in elementary school, mm-hmm. uh, Survivor came out when I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And um, I just – after I broke the collarbone, mm-hmm. I've been watching a ton of – like I'm probably yeah. six seasons left out of forty in okay. the past couple months. Jesus. Yeah, but I had this one story. I've been telling a couple stories about mm-hmm. Survivor here and there. Uh, there's this one story about this chick Dawn, and and um, this chick loses her like retainer that have her front teeth, bottom mm-hmm. front teeth, and she's saying she's gonna quit. And this girl jumps in, grabs <laughs> the teeth, gives it to her. The next day, Dawn votes that chick out, so she makes it to the final. And the chick is like, Brenda goes, I realized that I was holding Dawn's fate in my hand because you said that if I wouldn't have found your teeth, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have kept going. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I would have. And she's like, all right, Dawn, why don't you take your teeth out right now if you were going to continue? And she's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then finally um, she does it and gives like a, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I mean, if you look up Dawn, sir, it says Don Survivor Teeth, so that's the uh, Don Survivor. That <laughs> 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 she... yeah, poor Don. Yeah, poor Don. All right, um, this one, a couple more. Just want to squeak out a couple more with you. This one's called uh, <laughs> Do Bears Poop When Hibernating. Not not a baseball one, I suppose. Uh, 
says shorter days trigger biological changes in the bears to prepare them for the hi their hibernation. To prepare for hibernation, many North American bears start making their dens while it's still warm out. In September or October, cubs often help their mothers build dens by raking in leaves with their paws. All the while, inside their bodies, intestinal secretions and cells start to slough. S-L-O-U-G-H. Slough off. Sly, I don't know. Um, and form a plug, which grows about... 7 to 15 inches long and 1 to 2 and a half inches in diameter. Yeah. I can't believe that. Well, they plug their assholes, yeah. Okay, that's that that was the <laughs> right in. <laughs> uh This I don't know what the fuck this one is. It says chairs on doors. And then it says thought you had have thoughts you have had about pyramids in Europe and Egypt I don't know I only thought there were thoughts about the pyramids pyramids in Europe and Egypt what pyramids in Europe that's what I, I don't know does he think e Egypt's in Europe I don't it's know it's not it's in Africa what are my thoughts Andrew Schultz who uh dude he's not he's my gonna be huge I think he already bit. is kind of huge I mean he's he's definitely he's almost there but yeah. My favorite joke that he does is the one about pyramids in Egypt and the pyramids in Mexico. It's a good bit where I don't really want to do it. I don't want yeah, to ruin fine. it. I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out because he talks about like people think aliens built the Egypts or built the pyramids in Egypt. Yeah. But he's like, Mexicans are such good workers that no one questions how those pyramids were built. <laughs> that's, that's basically the premise really of it. It's very point. funny. That is a really good point. Um, all right, last one coming in right here. Uh, Daryl Green I don't I, These just seem so stupid That I really want to read their names But mm -hmm. um The worst thing I've ever seen In a baseball stadium Question mark question mark Easily the Dave Matthews band <laughs> At Veterans <laughs> Stadium in Philly <laughs> Alright so we're going to end on that throwback. Uh Yeah absolutely it's a good one. That's the most outrageous thing Yeah Where he says worst But hell who, who, who knows? Uh, again, go to RitterMeThisPodcast.com and write in your submissions. There it goes. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Um, Brad, thanks for being on, man. Thanks really for having me. This was it. fun. Uh, where can we find you on um, Instagram? Follow I'm at Denver Cheddar can you on spell Instagram. that just to be uh, safe? D at D-E-N-V-E-R-C-H-E-D-D-A-R. Denver you did good. Cheddar. So a lot of people have to think yeah. about it. It's uh, it was kind of a joke. Like I never, I didn't have an Instagram account till late. And uh, Denver comic Miriam Moreno, we were at a show. He's from Denver. You know Miriam. Oh, Miriam. Miriam. I'm sorry. Who am I thinking of? Of No Sean Moreno with the, the Broncos. <laughs> um, no. We were at a show and there's like this bar. I forget the name of the company, but they have like they sell like popcorn at breweries, and the flavor was Denver Cheddar. She's like, I'm just gonna start you an Instagram account, and that's gonna be your name. And it was nice, just this Miriam. dumb joke, but it kind of works. It's because it's something that people think, oh, that's kind of interesting. And it, I don't think it really helps me because it would help if it was my name. But it's all How, about just getting what, the follows. name, Cheddar? I don't know. Well, it would help like, if it was just like the handle was my name to get Brad my Allen. name out there. But who, who cares? Yeah, no, I think. I'm at Bradical Galley on Twitter. See, that's cool. B-R-A-D-I-C-A-L-G-A-L-L-I. Right. Follow me on Twitter if you want. I'm assuming you like sports if you like this podcast. So a lot of what I do on Twitter is 
so sports centric jokes are just kind of when you harassing on Facebook because it seems like you do about two to three a day. Yeah, is that tied into your Twitter? Same. No, I don't. What if I do? My I try to keep it. Some things I'll post on Facebook and Twitter, but I try to keep them kind of separate. Do you? So I keep Facebook for like longer, more rant. personal things, and then Twitter's kind of more jokes and. Well, why? Because the people that are going to read the Facebook are probably already tied into the Denver comedy scene. Or yeah, it's just it's more people. Because I still don't really understand how Twitter works. Because on, on Twitter, I kind of, I'm kind of in. Rock like Rockies Twitter as its own thing. Mm-hmm. Like all sports teams have the the Rockies like fan base on Twitter is actually like really fun. Is it's it? one of the best things about being like a Rockies fan is people have like it's fun to just kind of like talk shit about the Rockies and kind of <laughs> commiserate with all these people. For sure, and there's some really funny follows. I have to plug uh, the Purple Dinosaur podcast. Oh yeah, they're they're great. My buddy uh, Tyler Mon. Oh, you know him. Yeah, and I just kind of met him this past year. He actually Get got he came out to do a show, uh, not to do a show. He came out to see a show that I put on in, in a park. I followed him on Twitter, and and you invited would, him out. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm, everyone was looking for something to do." That's what Besserell said. He was like, "People actually came to my show that I invited him." Exactly. To. Like people were like, "I mean, I've been doing comedy not forever, but for a decent amount of time, and I've invited so many people to shows at like comedy clubs and for like sure. actual venues, yeah. nice breweries." And I'm like, I don't want to go to that. And they're like, hey, I'm doing comedy in a park. And last year, they're like, I can't wait to be there. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll be in that park because people just wanted shit to do. But yeah, yeah he came out. He's really cool, and he's like, uh, he does like DU hockey and basketball for altitude. And he, oh, really? Yeah, he's like a, I did not a legit that. broadcaster, and he, he does like a lot of international baseball stuff. Like he travels for that. He's great. Yeah, they're and their podcast because it's. Like, the Rockies are such a weird franchise. Like, they don't – no one no one in baseball – like, Nick Groke, who's great, writes about the Rockies for The Athletic. He's written in multiple stories that no one else in baseball, like, knows what goes on with the Rockies. So, like, sure. we don't know what the fuck they're doing. And that's not good because that's why it's hard for them to pull off good trades or sign good free agents because other GMs and other players are like, we don't know what goes on there. So, like, we know they're not good, so why would we want to do a deal with them or why would I want to go play for them? Right. But, yeah, the Purple Dinosaur podcast is great if you want to, like, actually get some, like, real insight and some real criticism of, like, what's going on with the Rockies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have to plug Rocks Talk Radio, too. Yeah, plug um, those. Yeah, R-O-X-T-A-L-K-R-A-D-I-O.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out there. It is on a bit of a hiatus thing. That It's it's a hard thing to figure out doing a podcast with more than just myself. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Um. I wanted to do one more thing with you because I've had uh, Besserell on. Do you say Andres or Andreas? Andres. Okay. Because I was like, how do you say your name? And he's like, I don't. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll just call you by your last name because <laughs> I had to practice that fucking thing. I call him Andres. Andres? Uh, not well, it's, Andreas? It's A-N- yeah, it's A N D R E S. Yeah. And put it in the Google Translate. We'll, well, let's do it. That'll be a fun bit. Andres. Keep talking, we'll, we'll figure out how to say this. Uh, and then I had Aaron Wentz <laughs> and Joel Vernon on, and then you came on. So if you want, those guys are a package, dude. They, oh my god, I, they, they fucked with me so many times during that show while I was like reading more like <laughs> stuff from people. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a weird friendship. Uh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go, Andres. 
Andres. Andres. <laughs> Andres. Okay, you're kind of right, so, Andres. I don't know if this actually happens, but Joel was like, yeah, like every time we go into King Supers, all these Mexican ladies will be like, Andres, Andres, and it's actually Aaron Wentz and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they were, they were a lot of fun. Uh, the, the reason I bring it up is um, I've had friends on, uh, co-hosts and stuff like that in the past. Starting to get into more comedians. If you could pass the plate, um, who are, who's someone else that you would uh, throw this way that I should have at? on? Yeah, because, uh. I mean, I've asked a couple comedians. Brian Evans has been on once, and it's just – it's almost impossible. I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> and he's a funny kid in of itself, but, like, no matter what you say will not be taken seriously, and it'll mm. be twisted – so there's mm-hmm. really no conversation going on. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, I like Brian. Brian's I love an him. Interesting love character. Him. He he came on with Anthony or uh, Kutavinas. What's that kid's name? Kutavinas. Yeah, Kutavinas. He used to live with him. <sighs> he used to do like all right. Anyway, they came on. I had no clue they lived together. Okay. And they had just gotten in a roommate fight, and they were on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was awkward as fuck. And then I just stopped it, and I was like, all right, I'm not gonna post that one because yeah. that was just fucking weird. So. I, I want to know someone. It. That's the best stuff. I want to hear that shit for sure. I want to know someone that would want to be on that you think would be good. I'm looking for Crawford. Okay, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, Anthony Crawford's a good one. You know, Jeremy Peicher, Megan DePonso. I was thinking about trying to get. I don't know both of them. Those yeah. two in in the next two weeks before yeah. the Super Bowl, and just yeah. do a schedule where I release them before the game. Hmm. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh. Well, yeah, because I mean, AFC. Yeah, because AFC Championships this week. So B- both of them are AFC, NFC. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. If the Bills, you know, knock on wood. Yep. They pull that off. Then you have there's a week off in between. Is it really? Yeah, there's always a week off in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So AFC, NFC, AFC, one week NFC, off, one week off, and then the Super Bowl. Gotcha. Yeah. But then Bucks would have to win too for me to want to have both of them on. Yeah, but I mean, Cro- I mean, you Crawford, can have Crawford does on regardless. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a just good a fun time. guy. He's he really is. Other comics, though, and like that's the thing. Like comedy, this past year, it's, it's like there's you don't really have that sense of community anymore. Like yeah. you forget who's out there. People are just losing their fucking minds online. Too. <laughs> it's it's fucking insane. It's, yeah, I I tend to keep out of those discussions, mm-hmm. um, just because it's it's not fun, really. I mean, well, it's people are bored. Uh, yeah, that's why. I mean, that's kind of always what it was, but now people they're like, you know what? I haven't uh, I don't haven't done anything the past five days. I'll just I'll pick a Just fight stir with someone. something up. Yeah, yeah. I'll I mean, a- alienate someone for sure. And they they don't have the next yeah. week to go to the open mic and back mm-hmm. themselves up. But Nick Dean would be fun. I think Nick Dean, Dean kind of lives close. That's to here. a good one. Nick Dean in Georgia. Okay. Uh, you think they would want to be on at the same? Noah time? Reynolds would be awesome because Noah likes sports a lot. He's a okay. funny guy. Yeah. Cool man. Katie would probably do this. My girlfriend is also a comic. Katie Bowman. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Anytime she doesn't know she much wants. about sports, but that would be kind of like. Riddle me this is more. Um, I want to tie more kind of riddle based in, like uh, say the catchphrase "Riddle me this" and then read some of those stuff. Riddle me this. Okay. So I mean, it's less let's sport sporty. This one was just sporty it's geared me. towards That's you. That's true. Okay. So yeah, uh, put that in Katie's ear. Yeah, because Katie, you know, Katie uh, works at Planned Parenthood, so she could do like reproductive oh health God. questions, and like that would be great. I'm, sh- I'm sure your fan base has, you know, maybe STD questions or. <laughs> yeah, dude. She knows a lot about that well, stuff. Well, it's funny be because good. you know there, there seems to be themes when I when I ask. Like mm-hmm. I I had Wentz and Vernon on, and I go, you know, I have this you know 
comedy couple coming on. Uh-huh. And you every- talked about whippets, I'm sure. No, every, <laughs> everyone that came in, actually, dude, that's funny. Yeah, uh, they remind me of the two, the T Dog, and you ever see Waiting? Oh yeah, yeah, Theodore, yeah. T Dog, and Andy Milanakis. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's them. What's funny? It's I always see like Wentz and Joel hanging out with Wentz's kid. It's oh, just yeah. it's like three men and a baby, but <laughs> but just two of them. Yeah, it's just those and. It's just great because one's ridiculously tall and one's very small, and it's yeah, yeah. I put on Atlantis for them because the main nice. character, yeah. and then the mole looked like Aaron. Yeah, he. Uh, I used to work with Aaron, and the, it's such a weird friendship because he worked oh, at the Trito. restaurant for uh, no Chingones, Los Chingones. I got I, Aaron a job there, and he wa- he covered a shift for me and walked out. That's how he quit. Damn, one and, day. Yeah, but like no one blamed. Like that was. Such a, like I came back in. I guess the night was so bad. They're like, I don't blame that. Fucking sucked. <laughs> like, like everyone right. wanted to quit, but uh, like we would work on the expo line, and he would sit there some days and just like fight with Joel via t- like a little, like a little couple. Like they I would know. fight. It was they're fighting about like PlayStation one time. It's it's just like <laughs> the dumbest childish shit. They're both very funny though. Love them. I want to do their show, nasty bits. When yeah, it comes they were back. They really should that. have like a podcast or something. Yes, I think we they would were, listen to it because that's, were one that's of where the favorites. future of podcasting is going. Like, How do you mean? It's, I think, well, like Rogan kind of turned it into one thing, and it kind of it got like semi serious in a way where he was like having serious guests on, and everyone felt like they had to have an opinion on something, and it kind of became this very important thing. And I think it's just going to get like really silly and goofy, and it yeah. always has kind of been that. But people are going to be crazy, like in a. And, you know, a year from now, no one is going to want to hear about Trump at all. Like, it's just going to be sure. like, we're fucking sick of this. People are going to be done with hearing, like, COVID stuff, too. Yeah, that's why I chose not to write any jokes pertaining to them, because I knew yeah. after a while, those things, like, I have a joke about Richard Gere mm-hmm. and the gerbil, and that's yeah. just about as far back or whatever that <laughs> I'm going to go. It's topical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, you, you really put yourself in a hole when you're, I mean, you might as well be writing for the Daily Show or something. Well, yeah, well, I had a lot of that doing shows this year. Like, my whole act kind of centered around that for a little bit just because everyone was living in it. And honestly, people wanted to hear about it. Like How with, they could laugh at a... With everything that was going on. Paranoid state of mind. Yeah, like, with everything that was happening, like, there's fucking a, a deadly virus. There's, like ter- like, turmoil with the government. And there's, like, race riots in the city. Like, people kind of wanted to be like, to have it be addressed because everyone was just kind of like in a frazzled state like something's not right like things are kind of bad right now so just try to make it people wanted you to make fun of it and then you could talk about other things but people kind of wanted to hear that stuff it was like very like cathartic in a way and uh but things will change how much of your set percentage wise did you kind of like put towards that kind of thing but it was all I mean it wasn't just like like, I wasn't just talking about, it wasn't just like COVID, COVID, COVID. It was kind of like mixed how my life had changed or like things that I had done in the past year that were kinda different. Like Seinfeldy, where it's like everyday yeah, like life kinda, for yeah, you. Analyzing like it. So I think maybe that's why people didn't get too sick of it because it wasn't like I was talking about different things, but. It didn't. Well, I, when I came and saw you this last year, I think mm-hmm. I've seen you a couple times, it wasn't like overly hacky. Mm-hmm. Like 
that of what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, it was all like personal observant. experiences yeah. like that happened in the year. Right on. So maybe that's why. Because there's only so many things you could. Like, I never had a joke about Trump the whole time he was president because, I mean, I would think was of him. Was it low-hanging fruit? Well, no, I just I would think about him and write him, but like it's like, well, someone else came up with this, and like people on both sides didn't want to hear it, like as everyone was just kind of sick of it. Like yeah. people that love, people that loved him, like they either didn't want you joking about him, yeah. and then the other people didn't want his name brought up. Yeah, well, yeah, it was some of that, and then some people were just like, yeah, we we know he's bad. Like, we don't, <laughs> yeah, we don't care anymore. I don't really need to bring that up. Um, do you have any shows coming up? And are you doing Call to Arms? Uh, we're trying to, with restrictions just getting dialed back, we're going to bring it back. We're just trying to get a date set up. We're thinking like maybe March we'll go back to doing regular shows. We did shows there outside in the fall that were really fun. So this, my plan is for the spring and the fall is to do indoor and outdoor stuff there. Because with the weather being nice, they have they have a nice outdoor space there. You can actually fit, we were doing outdoor shows there in like 2019 because you can actually fit more people outside really? than you can inside. Really? Than in inside. that last like little area? Yeah, yeah because they have sure. like a huge like actual patio set up and then when things get even better and restrictions get dialed back, we can like put chairs out there and pack people in Like, closer. yeah, because it's like, it's it's enclosed, enclosed and then yeah. when I went to your show, it was back over here. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like a parking lot. Do they just block that off? Well, I mean, it was always, uh, like, part of it was a parking lot, but there was always, like, a patio out there. And then they just right. kind of made it bigger with all this stuff. And I hope even when the pandemic's done, it's... I hope a lot of places keep that up. I hope a lot of places stay where you can still, like, bite to go beer and you can kind of just drink wherever you want. And right. So if everyone well. has a tent, do you yeah. think you're going to sell those tents back when everyone's vaccinated? Or if they keep, like, in my example, Larimer Street, mm-hmm. you really don't need that through street. No. And, I mean, you just jack sales up. Yeah. Keeping it non-traffic. And I especially mean, in a city works. like this, people love that. People want to do everything outside sure. of Denver to begin with. So, like, yeah. I think that's why comedy worked really well here during the pandemic, like the outdoor shows, because people were like, yes, we people love being outdoorsy. So they're like, yeah, we'll go do this thing. Right. Because there were some scenes that were like nothing happened. Like Austin, Texas, which you'd think is like ideal for this, because it's, it's nice there year round. Yeah, because people are gonna try to go meet Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, but it's like they weren't like really doing anything down there, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like outdoor show. I mean, they were doing shows in New York. It's but like, they, do you you thought it had the best response to the COVID restrictions in Denver, from what you heard? I mean, just from like the problem like with this country, and I've been trying to say this to anyone who will listen people get sick of hearing me talk but like there's no there's no compromise and there's no nuance with anyone in this country like, how do you mean like state by state well like at the beginning like when everything happened like people had to it's like the problem politically in this country people had to be in one or one or two camps and the yeah the first camp was the world's ending everyone's gonna die this Words is the fake. worst thing that could ever happen or like you said the other camp is like well this isn't real it's and i'm like that can't be the only two. this can't be the worst thing ever or not it's it's bipartisanism dictatorship where we yeah. think we're getting better of one or two options when it's like you don't think there could be more variables to like our yeah. system and you my, know what i mean yeah and the whole thing is like this is bad this is a real thing but we could figure out a way to like we, yeah we needed to quarantine say we figure it out and if the if the government would have like handled everything better financially and they're like all right yeah. for 2 months we're going to give everyone this money we're going to give people like double paved to like because when people say well everyone just stay home they don't 
care about, like, no one cares about people that work in grocery stores. They're like, oh, yeah, fuck them. They still have to go to work. <laughs> Essential. But people say things like, well, everyone just, I'm like, literally everyone can't just stay home. For sure. Like, I know people think, well, the economy's not more important than people. It's like, yeah, well, people if, are the economy. Like, Yeah, like, what if you got, I was thinking about this. Someone was like, how is, like, motocross, um... Like, they were like, you can't do motocross, but you can, like, golf if you're, like, spread out. But I'm like, if you get hurt, motocross, which the risk is way higher, mm-hmm. you're going to be put in an ICU unit with COVID, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's another thing. Because I, I, at the beginning of this, people were, like, coming in with a lot of orthopedic injuries because people were, like, mountain biking yeah, and dude. outside all the time and fucking them. Yeah, fucking themselves. Yeah. People fuck themselves up. Fuck themselves up. <laughs> Skiing and snowboarding all the time, though. Yeah. But yeah, it's at the beginning. If everyone could have been like, "All right, let's just assess like this is bad. We have to figure out living a life. We have to take this seriously. We'd be done with it by now, and we wouldn't. We would have been able to do shit. Just like bite the bullet. People have to be like, "This isn't happening," or everyone has to be like, "We're all gonna die." Which it's like, there's really and I think it scares it scares some of those people where they're like, some people like, they're kind of scared that things are gonna go back to normal. They're like. We have to like it was kind Get of like too nice to some for some people. I enjoyed it for the first month or two, and then I was like, "All right, this is terrible." Yeah, it was nice because I was kind of burnt out on my job, regardless. So it was nice to have some time off. I can second but, that emotion. Yeah, but then it, it's just like, and that's what I think the Denver comedy scene kind of did well. It's like you know we can still have shows. We'll do it the right way. Outside is a lot safer. The weather's nice. We can space people out, and it's. Like and people dress like they're gonna be outside for a couple yeah. hours. And like, it's like, but we still have to do. Like we just have to go back to doing this. Yeah, comedy's stupid. It always was though. Yeah, but and, it's necessary. Yeah, it's. So, I and, think. And then the, the, you have the comics who are like, "This is so dumb. You're doing." It's like it was always dumb that we were doing. <laughs> it's, you can make the case that it's dumb to do anything. Yeah. Because but people just need things to do. That's really what it, yeah, you dude. just have places you, you need to go. I agree. Yeah. So it's trying to make things work. Um, real quick before we go, two other comics that you want to go golfing with that can hang around. I mean, you're pretty good, right? I'm not bad. You play golf, right? Yeah. I'll have to go play golf some. Yeah. Who's two other people? Two other comics? Yeah. I want to play, uh, with David Rodriguez. Because he likes to play a lot. Yeah, I heard he's good. Yeah. And, uh... Did Stroop say say he plays, or is that I think he plays a little bit, but I don't... I don't know. Maybe he has, like, an old set of clubs. I don't think he really likes it. He just drinks, kind of. Stroop was, like, a good athlete back in the day. He was, like, a... He likes basketball. Did he play ball? Yeah, he was, like, a good basketball and football player down south. Yeah. He likes baseball. Never played baseball, but he likes it. I would like to play with Stroop, though. He'd be a fun guy to God, be on a golf course around. with. Yeah, maybe... Uh, yeah, I'll go, you know, David Rodriguez... And honestly, I'm supposed to play with Janae Burris plays golf, and I didn't Get know this. But I told her, like, when she comes back, yeah, we'll have to play golf together. So I want to see. Fuck out of here, I want to see Let's if Janae's, go golf with her. I want to see if Janae's good at all. I mean, she could she be really seems good. Like she's balanced. Yeah, that'd be fun, balanced. man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, thanks for being on. Oh, I have to tell one what more. else? Can I tell one more story? Dude, please, please. This Janae Burris. Janae, <laughs> Janae Burris is a black woman that golfs. This is one of my favorite golf <laughs> golf stories ever. Is uh, <laughs> there's a very funny comic in San Francisco named Misha Trubes. Okay. And that's like a, a f- abbreviation for his real last name. He was born in the Ukraine, and he immigrated here with his family. And they had, it, it was some, I think at Harding Park, which is like a famous golf course in San Francisco, they were having like a PGA Tour event, and he was like volunteering 
there or like working as like a security oh, okay. security guard or like someone that Ticket held checker yeah or held or like the the gallery in like one of the quiet police guys got you and he sees he's like he tells a story he's like I see M- Michelle o- Michelle Obama and he's like driving <laughs> in a golf cart and I was like I see Michelle Obama on the fairway when I'm driving I get so excited and I accidentally run over Michelle Obama's foot. What? And the story goes, he goes, I get out of the car and I go, oh my God, Miss, Mrs. Obama, I'm so sorry. Mrs. Obama, I'm so sorry. And the lady just looks at him and goes, I'm Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> he told, I was like, that's fucking beautiful. Nice to meet you, individual. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Con- shout out Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> DU graduate. <laughs> really? Fir- first woman admitted to Augusta National, the first member. You're kidding. They were like, we need, they were like getting pressure, like you have to have a woman member. And they're like, all right, well, will go with a, a black conservative woman just to make liberals Even unhappy yeah. and make them happy at the same time. You got to watch that Tiger thing that just came out. I did. Yeah, that's great. I watched part two. It was. Uh, I was glad he actually came on and talked at the end because I thought he had nothing to do with it. I thought it was Tiger. Yeah. Did you see the second part yet? Yeah, I did. But he did like the little interview at the end. You, you remember that where he was? I know he talked at the end of the second one. But okay. I, I thought it was going to be. Just slander like on a, him? a smear, but it was honestly yeah. kind of just what happened. Yeah, and it, it's like it's not good, but we, we, who who's faced the facts like that in sports when they fuck up? I mean, he, yeah, how many he athletes came pretty fucking clean? And that's because it's like a thing is like his image was so squeaky clean, unlike any other professional athletes that people like really kind of. And he was a golfer, so people kind of just ran him through the mud. Yeah. But like everything he did is out there. And it's for sure. You know, he was unfaithful to his wife, which was not good. And like he was dishonest, and he felt he felt bad. But now him and his ex-wife have like a decent relationship, and they just kind of co-parent their kids together. Would and he like learned a valuable lesson. Him and his son won and, a yeah. Won, his son's they a won stud golfer. Some fucking, his son will be on the PGA tour someday. They just did one of father son. That's going to be an insane amount of pressure for that poor kid. Whenever he. Yeah, he comes but, out his but, but hey, golf. hang on. If if Tiger goes through all that pressure like we just yeah. saw in the documentary, he's mm-hmm. going to be able to prep him for some stuff like that. Yeah, but it's also like Tiger kind of knows all the mistakes that his his True. parents made with him. Like that was the most kind of sad. It was really like kind of like a Jackson 5 thing where they're yeah. like they were just fucking growing this golf like monster. And uh like it it worked. Like yeah. he's a very successful became a very successful person. But it's like, like at what cost? So I had this question in my head after that. I was like, um, do you think that like he's allowed to hang out with Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley anymore? Or is he like, those guys are bad news for me? You know what I mean? Like it seemed like when well, he was going to they, Vegas. When they did the, uh, the match earlier this year where it was Tiger, Phil... And they were Barkley. playing Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Yeah. Like, Barkley was announcing, and, like, he was chatting with... Like, like they seem like they're still on good terms. Okay. And, uh, I don't know. After watching the Michael Jackson... Or not the Michael Jordan. Jackson. The Michael Jordan yeah. documentary. He seems kind of to be in, like... This is all just kind of how it appears. He seems to be kind of in a weird place. Yeah, but they didn't really talk about him being unfaithful in his shit, which... Well, but he got... Fuck, yeah, he yeah, was. Jordan I mean, cheated on his... Well, him and his wife got a divorce because and it's, he wrote the book on that. For yeah, like, and he was a had a huge gambling problem. Like I don't yeah. think Tiger gambled at all. He was just like just the problem with up. Tiger is he never like had a childhood or like got to be a teenager or, or had like a twenties or a like, typical college experience. He's like, no, you're just this brand. Yeah, and it and felt you're just like a, you're just a yeah. Like, you never got to he never got to go out and like really experience anything sexually. He's like, no, you have to marry this woman, and he just. 
It's weird. You got to get that out of your system. When, uh, yeah, when um, Conan O'Brien was like, yeah, like, do you go back to your bat cave? And his, like, face just sank. It was, like, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. he didn't have much of a social life. Um, Such an awkward dude. That Navy SEAL, there's an article about him, like, trying to be a Navy I, SEAL. Like, I a never very knew long about article. that. That's very like goes way more in depth than the documentary of like the did. reasons that he did and why that? he did. Well, he's just sick. He got like golf is a sport that's very it's the hardest sport ever. But when you like he got he got the... bored with it and it was yeah. his whole life. He's like I want to do something else. Like I'm gonna fucking there's like no camaraderie. Like you're not on a team, so there's no camaraderie. You're really not playing against anybody but yourself. So, so you get sick of yourself. Yeah, and you just get sick of doing that. And I think he probably liked the camaraderie of being around other like these military guys mm -hmm. and doing something new that he wasn't good at. Yeah. I don't know, because, like, Michael Jordan, like how he met Tigers, like Michael Jordan's other thing, he was really good at basketball. His other thing was golf. He's like, this is the sport I'm, I suck at, and I'm going to try and, yeah, and master you, this for the rest of my you, life. You, It's low risk of getting hurt mm -hmm. and good exercise. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If I could go back, I, I'd probably give up, I don't know, was that a fall sport? Yeah, I played golf in high school. You did? I wasn't. See, I've only gotten better, though, because I started when I was like 11 or 12, and I kind of taught myself. And I got to be okay. So you got in addicted high to it young. Yeah. And That's it was, sick. It was, like a, it was a fun thing to do in the summer as a kid to Fuck like kill yeah, a lot dude. of time, especially at my public golf course. Which was? Uh, Elmwood Golf Course in Pueblo. So that was okay, a lot heard. of us. You could. My, my grandpa, may he, uh, he rest in peace. Every year for Christmas, he would buy me a junior golf membership, which is he would pay. How much? He would pay like 150 bucks For the summer? And no, it was like year-round, and I would get this card, and that means I could play nine holes for $2, or I'd play 18 holes for $4, when, like any weekday, so any like Monday through yeah. Friday. And I could go out there, and I'd like junior buckets for like a, a buck or two, so you could hit like a large bucket of balls and play 18 holes for six bucks. I got to tell you about and it. And you just like completely killing time out there well dude i gotta tell you about a story off the mic because i don't want to blow up the spot okay but um well <laughs> i was gonna throw on the sopranos for you and, okay and have you do some italian stuff but i thought that was just <laughs> some italian stuff yeah do italian hey, stuff you'll know hey. uh thanks for being on man uh Thank come you. back on in a yeah. couple months month Definitely. whatever you want yeah. bring katie if she wants to come by herself yeah do her own thing mm -hmm. i would love to have either both of you cool. whatever Right on, man. Thanks Thank again, you, buddy. That was fun. All right, man.